going on, you seat sniffers? Yeah, it's you, you friggin' nasty thing. End of a, a long day. You know, it's actually getting out a little bit earlier than I normally would today, which, no complaints about that. I get to see all these commuters out here making the long trek home like a bunch of ants marching back from a picnic from our picnic with all kinds of treats in tow heading back to their nest enjoy the spoils of war I want to give a shout out to somebody who I had the opportunity to get to know just a little bit it's a patient her name is Esther she was a so, African-American woman in her 70s, late 70s, maybe, maybe, you know, plus or minus. Shame on me for not knowing, but you know, a, a gentleman never asks and a woman never tells, right? Well, that was the vicinity of it. She came to me for back pain and uh, at the referral of another friend. And she had some issues to deal with. I helped her get beyond them, helped her get a little bit mobile. But she was suffering quite a bit, you know. She had a gait disturbance. She wasn't walking well. Uh, had fallen a couple times. So I was helping her out anyway. She passed today. She died. She was, uh, over the past month or so, she had been in a rehab facility. She had fallen a few more times. She had been in a rehab facility, and then she wound up in the hospital. She was just starting to develop complications, all kinds of stuff. Things started going wrong. You know, when we get older, things stop working the way that they that they should, that they had. And... Uh, I saw her friend who referred her to me, a very dear friend of mine as well. Saw her on uh, Monday. And she told me that she wasn't doing well. And I said to try to communicate to her, give her my best, give her a hug from Dr. O. Outside of the clinical end of things, I can never keep it just clinical. My job is, I'm like a friggin' Patch Adams type. I'm like, I'm kind of like a clown. You know, you come to me for back pain, and I, I diagnose it, and I work on it, and I, you know, you pay me for it. It's a great job helping people, putting them back together. But I also try to make people laugh. I do that for them, and I do it for me. To try to scoff at the pain to try to make light of a bad situation, to try to make the experience one of um, healing and humor and just trying to rise above the problem. I don't like diagnoses, but I have to bill according to them. She had lumbalgia and she had a gait abnormality and she had... uh, facet syndrome and scoliosis and a deconditioned core and a million other diagnosable uh, problems 
but uh, she seemed to be kind of losing her spirit, losing her her life force a little bit. She admitted she admitted that she was really struggling with her, um, you know, with depression, and she wanted to sing and she wanted to um, to dance and do all these things. She even made some, you know, allusions to you know, getting a little frisky, a little sexual there. Just, you know, flirting and, and stuff. All, all in good fun. She was she was harmless enough about it. But uh, very funny. We had a lot of laughs over a couple weeks that I took care of her. We laughed. We talked. Um, we got to know one another. And I consider her a friend. And I was sorry to, to hear about her decline and her passing. But, you know, it's one of those things. You know, we, we all have this happen every day to us. We start sweating the small shit, all these little details of our lives. And then somebody presents to you with a bigger problem. You know, a, a real challenge. And... You know, it's... And that was Esther, so... Freaking good lady, funny as hell, lived a tremendous life. She had been a music teacher. She had, uh, we had, we sang a little bit. I played the ukulele, and uh, I think she's, we, I played sitting on the dock of the bay, and she chimed in a little bit. I remember one time she told me uh, she's worried about her dental health. Like, you know, it's very expensive to get dental health, and she had a loose tooth or something. She was really embarrassed about it. She, she dropped out of her, her choir at church because she didn't want, you know, she had a really nice smile and she obviously singing, opened up in her mouth. So she didn't want people to see that she had this dental issue. She said she was singing one time in the choir and her tooth fell out and it landed, it goes, landed in my titty. <laughs> you know, so it landed in her shirt, you know, in her, <clears throat> in her breast area. So we laughed and laughed about it, but you know she was serious. She really wanted to have that quality of life and do something that she really loved to do and was good at, singing in the church choir. And that would have made her really happy if she could have gotten her dental fix, and and, and I could have helped her with more with her with her orthopedic health. But she's gone, but not forgotten this one. Incredible spirit. I'll never forget her. And, um, you know, we need to count our blessings, my friends. We need to be good to the people in our lives. And when, uh, one good thing about when you have, when you, when you see somebody in a predicament, you're, here you are sweating the bullshit, sweating the small shit. And, uh, somebody reminds you that, wow, you could have a bigger problem. And that life is very fragile and very fleeting. And we need very much to make the best of every day. We can't spend it fretting or um, stressing or being negative. We need to freaking make plays. We need to get our licks in. We need to sing. We need to dance. We need to laugh. We need to hold our family and friends close and do our best to help them, to help other people. That's really all we got. In my view, that's really all we friggin' got is the ability 
to show up and help people. And so it's an, it's an honor to do that. I think I did help some people today. And I think I'll keep doing that. And everybody have a good friggin' night. <laughs>